0: Back for episode three of the podcast, I'm Justin Potney. Kimberly Chase, hey. Hey, back to school, Kim.
1: All this, oh, that's my life right now.
0: Yes. It, it is not my life right now because oh,
1: so I don't have to worry about it other right? than school zones. Oh, adulting has been super hard this week, just getting everything ready, yeah. like labeling all the supplies, and then my dog ended up eating the boxes of Kleenexes that I needed to send. That sounds
0: like an excuse. I, it
1: does. It sounds so stupid. Now <laughs> I got to go and buy more Kleenexes. <laughs> but yeah, and the lunch situation, and oh, it's just like we tried. We practiced to get up this morning. Fail. Fail, fail, fail. It was an ultimate fail. We will never catch this bus at 745 ever. So, Leona, <laughs> bus number 10, I apologize, but we're going to be hoping it every day. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I was going to ask you this. Before we get into more back-to-school stuff yeah. like we uh, were planning on today, I was going to ask you, as far as like back-to-school lunches, what do you have planned for the kids?
1: Oh, you know what? My kids are so picky. Um, and you can't do the peanut butter, right? And my son, I think for the last... Okay, so he's in grade eight. So for the last eight <laughs> years of school, he's either had cut up hot dog, or pe- uh, cut up a- like a piece of pizza cut up. Okay. Um, Olivia is more like whatever. Like she'll just eat legit, like the bear paws and the goldfish and all like the, the heart s- attacks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I find it really hard. But my like Ethan's really like fruit. You know, pepperoni sticks, fruit. Um, I don't know, yogurt, muffin, I don't know. Those are good things. I don't know, but as a lunch hour supervisor, so I did that for a couple years in the city here, and um, some of the stuff that gets sent to school is very interesting. Like what? Well... Like some people are all like all about like this big dinner, but there's other families that aren't. It's like, that's all you brought? Like I would die. Like (laughs) I had that this morning on the way to work. (laughs) Yeah,
0: There's definitely always a a big difference. There's one thing I want to know. Do they still have these? Because this was a big thing when I was, I guess, end of elementary school into junior high. Okay. Is people would bring the noodle soup in a bag, but just eat it. Without being warmed up Like just Like the, ramen noodles Yeah They break off the noodles Put the salt on them And just eat them like
1: Oh my gosh That's disgusting This is a little
0: after Your time I guess I'm a little bit yeah, younger you. yeah, yeah yeah,
1: Just a tiny bit younger Just a little bit So that was <laughs> not remember. a thing no, today No I don't think that was a thing Okay
0: that was a big thing for us Is like
1: And you guys enjoyed that
0: Kind of. Really? It was salty, and I mean, it's awful for you.
1: Well, and there's but, no nutritional value at all. Like, I don't oh, know how that none. would fill you up for ba- the afternoon.
0: Basically, we should have ate cardboard. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> all. You was. did, yeah, pretty much flavored. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that is one thing. I I, I often wonder, like, the best lunch. Yeah, you know, my I guess my favorite one was hot dogs too. I think because mom used to send us with a thermos. Mm-hmm. She'd heat up the hot dog, boiled hot dog, two hot dogs, put a little mustard on a bun, wrap that in saran wrap, and send it off to you, and you can have your hot dog for it.
1: She knows. She
0: knows. She knew what to do. I
1: know one time I tried to send, like, my son loves chili like he loves things like that like Ooh, chili and noodles and yeah. and like um stew and stuff but i remember trying to send him chili in school and he's like mom that's so
0: embarrassing what's wrong with chili
1: i don't know i don't know but he did not want it uh sent to his school so but i've seen like lots of really cool tricks and yeah and uh treats and stuff like that that The kids get sent with like, you know, like spaghetti. And then the kid has the red face (laughs) for the rest of the
0: day. You got to send him with a face cloth, too. (laughs) You do. And, you know, it's kind of cool, too, to see, uh, you know, on Facebook or on YouTube, you see all kinds of like cool little tricks or cool recipes that I never would have thought of. And I think to myself, like. I eat lunch at home so I don't bring anything right. to work but if I did bring lunch to yeah. work some of these things would be awesome
1: oh yeah like we you know like even the lunchables like doing your own lunchables that are actually nutritious that have real and cheese and more tasty and more tasty yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah there's a lot of really cool tricks a, a lot of banto box kind of mm-hmm. ideas yep um, my kids are picky um, they wouldn't eat like some of those things but um, yeah there's some really creative things out there Pinterest is like boom mind-blowing yeah at those kind of things
0: the uh, pinterest would be a big one too yeah. yeah
1: once you start pinterest you can't stop though so <laughs> keep that in mind
0: that's what the ladies of my life tell me
1: <laughs> right
0: maybe i'll have to dive yeah. in and see what i can find yeah there.
1: for sure
0: now outside of lunch hour of course you know you're going to school for a reason to be taught
1: yes for what sure. what
0: are some of your back to school memories I-, I always remember like it's kinda like it is today, where yeah. it's a little bit cold, a little bit fall feeling. Right. You just got those butterflies in your stomach, you're ready yeah. to head back. You've yeah. seen some of your friends over the summer, but not some of them. So it's like how's everybody gonna be to start the new year? That's what I feel at yeah, this point. Yeah, it's year. kinda
1: like meeting those cousins that you don't see very often. Yes. And then like you yeah. you slowly warm up and then by the end of your time with them you're like having so much fun and then you gotta go. Yes. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. I think just getting reacquainted with everything, Um, you know, who's your teacher going to be, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, like the chilly mornings, like seeing your breath in the morning and you're like, oh, my God, we're up so early.
0: Even to this to this day, like probably uh, maybe a month from now, maybe midway through September end of September, uh, I'll get that feeling. I'll get out in the morning, start getting up for work and I'll have this feeling like. It it just feels like volleyball season. And mm. for some people it's like football season, yeah. right? Yeah. Depending on what that sport. Little chill. Which sport you grew yeah. up with. And it just it gives to this day it gives me butterflies like, Oh, it's it's game day it. today yeah, or like we've got a tournament this weekend. And those are some of my great back to school memories because it was always a, a tradition, at least in, in Mournville. first day of school yeah. was the first Senior Guys Volleyball Tryout.
1: Oh, okay. So that was
0: right back into the thing because the first, actually the first weekend or the second weekend of the year, I don't know what it is anymore or if yeah. they still have these uh, because who knows with COVID, right? Yeah, that's true. Barhead used to host the first tournament of the year. Oh, okay. And it, I believe it would be the first weekend of the school year. So you had to make sure that your, your team was picked. Wow. And, yeah. So that was always exciting that you were that's diving quick. right into it because I paid more attention to that stuff than schoolwork. Yeah, but, absolutely. Know. So, I guess looking back on it, what are what were some of your favorite teachers? Favorite um, teachers, teachers, coaches, people involved, maybe a secretary, maybe a teacher's yeah. aide uh, yeah. that were important to you growing up?
1: Um, well, um I do remember my shop teacher Mr. Eisenhower and he loved me. Did he have absolutely all five fingers? Me. He did. He did. He did. Uh for three years I literally filled this guy's shop locker with unfinished wood products and came up with an A every single year. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I just loved that class and I did not a thing I think in three years I finished like a corner shelf. That was it. Yeah. Um and my mom was like, How are you getting an A in this class? I'm like, I don't know but and it was like a shop kind of um uh, they we also did photography in there and plastics and stuff like that. And photography was just a an excuse to like just do nothing because you're in the dark room goofing off, right? right? Yeah. But so yeah, I got an A every year and I didn't do a thing. And he loved me.
0: Well, if you can count on an A every year, yeah, that's a good thing.
1: I think so too. And then my other favorite teacher was Mr. Miller, and he was a social studies teacher in high school, and I had the biggest crush on him like the biggest crush on him, like, oh, my God. What did he, he look, had, did he look oh, like? he had, like, the, he was like a silver fox. He was, like, <laughs> he was, like, just, wow, like the uh, the whole Peter Mansbridge kind of, like, sophistication kind of thing. And yeah. he said things like, schedule instead oh, of schedule. schedule?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: mean, total I know crush. exactly what
0: you're saying. Total
1: uh, crush. Uh, he was, uh, like, oh, you know, the, the nice collared shirt with the sweater over. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. Loved him. Probably always good,
0: good sm- probably always smelled good too, eh?
1: Absolutely. There yeah. you go. <laughs> what about you?
0: So Favorite I, teachers? I don't know. I was lucky. Like for the most part, I'd say ninety ninety percent of my teachers I got along with great. And nice. the cool yeah. thing about growing up in a small town is like. You know these people outside of school, Absolutely. too, right? And they're
1: usually, like, that's their career forever. Like, wh- totally. you know, Mr., Mrs. Durand is always going to be the grade two teacher.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah. And you go to school with their kids, or you, yeah. at least you know Absolutely. their kids, that yeah. sort of thing. Uh, so there's something that definitely stand out. I know um, I had, uh, in junior high, uh, they were actually brother and sister. Oh, cool. Miss Mac, Mrs. McMillan, was the uh, assistant principal of uh, primo school in Warrenville. okay and she was the most giving person never had any kids of her own but she considered everybody a kid yeah the most giving person who gave so much to the community i in my opinion they still should have named or maybe they will in the future name a school after her in town they really should she's she made that much of an impact uh but her brother Was my basketball coach Great teacher as well Mr. Mac Yeah Uh, He eventually would move on I believe he lives in Vermillion now Okay And his kids became teachers Or at least one of them did And uh, he was a great educator as well Really cared for the kids Especially with young men Yeah Um, Really prioritized being a good human being And making sure that you were somewhat professional in the way that you went about things having pride right. in the way that you did things right. so that always stuck with me i'm uh, moving into high school another a coach that was a big influence on me aaron fiddler who's still there at uh, mchs volleyball oh, wow. coach and he yeah i mean he he did a lot for us got got to know him outside of school as yeah. well and, and played uh, men's league with him years later i uh, he was always really committed to to the program and and helping guys out and uh, we talked about this guy last, uh, last time that uh, we were talking about the fact that there was a TV station and radio station oh, in the right. school. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. Greg Baudestein. Yeah. So I know that he actually just came back. That's from very ja- cool. Just um, yeah, got back from uh, Jamaica just recently, and I know that he's heading back to school. I'm actually going to try and uh, get him on my show the first day of, of school. Nice. Yeah. I-, I guess we're recording this on the Tuesday before school, but going to try and get him on the show tomorrow. Just to talk about, you know, first day back. Yeah. That's kind of a cool thing, too, is a lot of the people that I went to school with are now teachers. Right. So I'm trying to get them all kind of together on my show tomorrow and and get them to give me like two minutes about what their day's like. Right. uh, Heading back to school, because it's going to be a crazy year, but even if it wasn't. Right. Going back to school for teachers is just as (laughs) nerve-wracking as... As going back yeah, as a student, right? for sure. But
1: you know what? They are always super composed, and they don't make it seem like that. They, yeah. they're just so welcoming. It's just like I'm thinking, like in awe. I'm like, wow. I wish I had that patience. You know, for sure. <laughs> and a,
0: and a lot of them just put so much, um, so much emphasis on on helping people. Yes, going the extra mile. I know my mom. She's a teacher's aide, but she's yeah. been doing this thirty. What am I, 34? Probably close to like 36, 37 years now, something like this.
1: And still doing it.
0: Still doing it. Loving it. Yeah. She's got a few years left anyway, but I I know that she still gets excited, especially when she has um, some kids she grows really close to. I know she deals a lot with special needs kids. Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
0: And when she does that, like, there's a spark in her eye when she talks about these kids. And so, like, people like that, you, you don't find too much anymore. Um, yeah. who, who are that passionate about something. So right. whether they're teachers or teacher's assistants or librarians or whatever. Absolutely. You definitely get a tip of a cat from us. That's yes, for sure. That's for sure. So let's talk about our one good thing for this week. Uh, what do you have as your one good thing?
1: I just put lots of love going out to all the teachers. Like, sure. honestly, like it takes a special, like, Really special person to be a teacher. Um, they welcome them with open arms. They love them. They care for them. They teach them. They listen to their stories that are like crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, and they are just so excited for the upcoming year. And it's exciting for me as a mom. Uh, you send your kids to school, they come back the first day, and they're so excited. And mm-hmm. they talk about their teacher. You know, they're excited and they're excited for the year because of that person. That person has such a big influence. They spend more time with them than I do now right. when school's in.
0: Well, I think that that's a, a big thing is if if your teacher can get your kid excited about something, Yeah. about something as far, it could be a career, it could be a subject, whatever, those things stick with you. And I know that, like we're talking about great medicine, yeah. it stuck with me, it gave me a whole career, it gave yeah, many people sure. that, but I know that the same thing happened with, with uh, some of the uh, science teachers that we had in high school. We had one girl who's now a doctor. Wow! Yeah, we have others that became engineers and that sort of thing, and it was all based off of a passion that a teacher had. That you know they saw something in that kid and was like, okay, well, yeah, not everybody like has to like science, but I know that you do, right? So like, explore that more. Well, and
1: the the ability to make it fun for people and make it and kind of change their way of teaching for certain kids to really catch them because sometimes you're just missing it. And, and then all of a sudden it just clicks and it's like, you're right. It can be a career.
0: Well, it's, it's one of those, I know that you probably experienced these in school too. I know that I had, and I don't, it's, it's Oprah's phrase, but an aha, (laughs) an aha moment, right? Like when you finally get something, yeah, that's like the best feeling in the world when it's not so complicated. It's not such a slog anymore, right? And I would imagine it's pretty rewarding as a teacher to have those kind of moments,
1: right? Absolutely,
0: because you facilitated moments. it for the kid, yeah. right? Absolutely. So I was going to ask you this before I get into my one yeah. one big thing or one good thing. Uh, when you were growing up in school, elementary, junior high, mm-hmm. what did you want to be? What well, did what did you what did you, you want to be when you grew up? Obviously, life changes, things change, yeah. your skill set changes, you go into something else. What did you want to do?
1: I don't remember. Um, Probably like a mom, you know, like I think a lot of young young girls, like Mm -hmm. that's one of the things like my daughter when she was really young, that's something that she wanted to do. Um, My mother was in nursing, so probably something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. That's a good question. That was so many years ago. Um, But it is fun even now to look at like my kids and you know how they fill out those little things like how old am I, my height, Um, what I want to be. And some of them are just so funny.
0: Uh, (laughs) Some of them are a little outlandish. They're
1: a little bit. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. But it is interesting and it's cool that they have this, you know, um, what do you say, like Ah, uh,
0: passion, passion desire, yeah. and
1: just like imagination yes. um, to to be anything you want to be. Well, that right, goes at hand, that time.
0: hand in hand with the first thing that I wanted to be when I was growing up was a paleontologist.
1: Ooh, that's now, a looking good Looking back
0: now, there's no way I could have done that many years in school. There's right. no way I could have <laughs> navigated myself through that career because having talk to a decent amount of paleontologists because there's a bone bed by grand prairie well
1: yeah alberta's the place to be man right yeah
0: Yeah. so like you kind of learn about the career and it's like oh this definitely wouldn't have been for me (laughs) but i liked dinosaurs right
1: absolutely And,
0: and so i thought hey that's a great career yeah obviously things would change and i gotta be honest like i i got a passion for radio and probably like grade six maybe 10 years old so it it lasted with me a long time which that was great yeah a lot of people don't do that no and i often wonder too because a lot of people just happen to fall into careers and there's nothing wrong with that especially if you like you can do it and that sort of thing but i i always look back thinking like i i knew what i wanted to do so i imagine that the youngsters that don't know what they want to do or have had trouble finding that out that's got to be a complicating thing, a, a tough thing to deal with. Cause, I would think cause so. because yeah. so much of your life gets based around your career. But
1: at the same time, too, like we when when I went to school, there was so much emphasis on picking the right courses in grade seven for or whatever. Yeah, um, it, that was drilled in your head, and you're like you panicked because you didn't know, right? Yeah. Um, but I feel like for myself, like for radio, I wasn't really into that. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandmother is best friends with a radio morning guy in, in Saskatchewan. And she's like, hey, you should go into radio. She's like, you sound like that um, Ford girl. I'm like, oh, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you should yeah. go into radio. I'm like, OK, I'll try it. It's like, like we talked about before. It was short and sweet and... Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. But yeah. we, do, we do put a lot of emphasis on careers, which is funny because now they say we, we switch careers about six times in our lifespan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have to adjust and, and move on and, and um, kind of morph into different careers as we go on just because things are changing so much.
0: It is. And I think that um, there's – because I know that some parents – um, are very gung-ho on their kid going into post-secondary right after high school. Mm-hmm. And I can see where they're coming from, the, from the extent where you don't... If, if you have a smart kid and you want them to, to go down a path, you don't want them to, to chase quick money and then forget to ever go back and then they end up not happy. Right, I see where they're coming from. But at the same time, I think it's important for you to understand the greater world that you're living in a little bit what you want out of life yeah. before you make a big decision on spending a bunch of money on an education. Yeah. That's one thing I've seen with a lot of folks is they get into a ton of student loan debt and have nothing to show for it.
1: Right. Especially going to university programs because it is so darn expensive.
0: Yeah. But I, I do like how, especially in Alberta, Saskatchewan, I, I just know, I guess, for Alberta and Saskatchewan, yeah. that a lot of, it seems okay with a lot of people to not go to post second or not go to university, well, going to a big. trade college, yeah. Yeah. doing something else, going yeah. computer related, whatever, whatever the case may be, is encouraged. And Whereas a lot yeah. of sometimes in a lot of big cities, it's like, oh well, you're not going to UBC, you're not going to Ryerson, no, no, no. Yeah. you don't need to.
1: No, for sure, and I like trade trade schools too. It's very hands on, and it gives yeah. you opportunity for co op. Um, Chances to go and work at these places And really know and understand What you, you're getting into Before you invest any more years And I think that's really important
0: A 100% and I can tell you that I, I know So many people who finished a four year University program Four years of your life yeah, Tens of thousands of dollars yeah. Get into the field and they don't like it
1: Oh yeah
0: That sucks I've
1: never been good that, with books so. That would feel yeah. awful Hands on is like Number one for me, for sure.
0: If I was to give any unsolicited career advice to anybody (laughs) listening, if you do have an inkling that maybe something might be a career option for you or you might be passionate about something, go talk to somebody in that career. Mm -hmm. Go job shadow, volunteer, job shadow them for a day. Absolutely. It will give you a way better look into the career, and you might Different save yourself sure. so much
1: yeah, money. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. If you want to be a vet, that's a lot of uh, schoolwork ahead right. of you, but yeah, go and check it out, volunteer. Well, and then, Is it something you really want to do?
0: A vet's a great example that there's good, there's good sides and downsides to each and every career, yeah. and sometimes those downsides are so strong right. that you, you can't get over them, and you, you don't want to move forward with a career because of one of the downsides. Right. Go Job Shadow.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Ask people. You'd be surprised at how many people are more than willing to to show you around and, and tell you about their passion that they have for their business.
1: And I love it when people come here and want a tour. Um, I got a guy great. coming in tomorrow morning. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah.
0: The youngster, I think he's 10 years old. He's coming that's in before cool. school.
1: Oh, that's awesome. No, yeah. I love that. And I feel like that could be part of um, programs here, even in the fort, um, yeah. you know, just to come and see, because we do have like, you know, some broadcasting and some media in in the city. So why not like go check it out? We have, it's such a cool behind the scenes and sometimes it's a little bit harder to show them Yeah, um, because we're it's all techie now.
0: And you want to put forth that yes, it is one thing, right? Yes, yeah. for
1: sure, for sure.
0: So, and I also think like we were talking about um, trying things and like we have try it days here with local sports organizations. Yep. The same kind of thing could apply to jobs, right? Yep. You try it for a day or half a day. Right. And see if it's something that you Come
1: like. Come be Justin's guest.
0: I'd love be to be our have guest. You. Yes. Come on in. Yes. I might buy an egg McMuffin too.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> Not too many, okay. I am still on a you're budgeting. Still on a budget here. Yeah. My one good thing is yes. something that I know that I think you are interested in because okay. you're telling us about uh, the effect that the stallery has had on your family. Yeah. Uh, Julia, Jace, Sicily, their lemonade stand day for the Stollery yes. Children's Hospital. They raised over 2500 bucks in one day at yeah. their lemonade stand. That's Apparently, amazing. they're still getting more dollars rolling in. And it wasn't just them. There's other uh, stands that have been going on as well. Yeah. But the cool thing about this is there's lots of fundraisers for the Stollery. Yeah. Lots of great ones. But this one is led by the kids.
1: And who doesn't want to set up their own lemonade stand? My daughter set up her own iced tea stand the other day. You could either dance for a cup or pay 50 <laughs> cents. They got one dancer. Yeah. Um, but they made a, a whole bunch of money. And it's just people want to help out and, and show kids um, positivity and, you know, let them be creative and have some fun. And um, I remember actually interviewing Jace's family um, not last year but the year before for the lemonade stand and they were amazing and there were so many great stories and so many great lemonade stands set up in the city and yeah it's just amazing what kids can do and what they can bring and how they attract people
0: definitely and i think the cool thing too is you know we we talk so much these days about how you don't know your neighbor as well as you might have 20 30 years ago absolutely set up a lemonade stand i'll bet you you'll meet a bunch of the neighbors on your street and i think that's a good resource to have when you have kids because you never know what kind of things could pop up yep and to, yep. to know the people at this house or that house yeah and know what kind of people they are i think goes a long way
1: absolutely for sure
0: that is the podcast for this week thank you so much for hanging out thank with us you. justin potnier
1: kimberly chase
0: we'll talk to you next week bye